Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, the number 215 forever. Follow your boy on IG, and on my IG page is my podcast page that is at Know Your Role Player underscore podcast. The best way that you can listen to this podcast is to download the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm backslash Know Your Role Player. That's K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E. P-L-A-Y-E-R. All right. Now, whether you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Breaker, Radio FM, or many, many more episodes, you will get the ones that is episodes like today that you are currently listening to available now. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back. Today is December 14th. We're right back with it. This pod is getting out a little late, but I'm going to keep this very short and brief. Um, so let's talk about the rest of the week's schedule. The next pod will be on Friday. We'll have a Friday night pod uh, previewing, uh, talking previewing the Friday night games, the Thursday night games. But I just wanted to get a little, a little mini pod in the day. All right, I didn't. I just wanted to talk about a few things, um, and it's got two things. So first is I got a hot take. I got to get off my chest. So before the season, if y'all don't remember, I did. I don't like walking back my hot takes. Right. So I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I stay on both of them now. One. Earlier in the season, the Utah Jazz are playing really well. And, and they have a lot of talent. And I, and I want to make sure I stand on what I say, that they do have talent. But I want to stand on the fact that they're going to fall apart and trades are coming. So I do think they will be in the lottery. I do think they are they have a talented team and a really good system of players that are playing hard together. And I don't want to underestimate that. But I also believe at a certain point, the defense, the lack of rebounding, um, and the lack of front court help is going to really hurt them. All right? Okay, hot take number two. Um, if the Warriors, if the Warriors do not make a trade, I don't see them making any noise in the playoffs. The zero noise. So there's this weird thing with the Warriors where they're at home and they beat the Celtics, and at home they're still a really good team. They still play defense at home. On the road, they can't defend, and it is as apparent as ever. So last night, even right, without even doing a a big deep dive into the game. I noticed three things last night. When the Warriors played the um, Milwaukee Bucks, one, Giannis did whatever he wanted. The Warriors never could build a wall, which one of the most important things you do is guarding Giannis. He scores a lot in transition. He gets that ball, and he's going to the rim. The Warriors never build a wall. They don't have great um, rim protection. And, you know, Draymond can only do so much, and they really lack size. You know who has size on the Warriors? Jonathan Kaminga. You think he'd be playing 35, 40 minutes. What about James Wiseman? So so here's my hot take. If they don't, and I don't know, I don't know what front the front office stand on Kaminga, not Kaminga and Wiseman is. Um, I think they're both talented. I think they both can play. But if the Warriors don't believe in them, I think you keep Kaminga no matter what. Then you gotta trade Wiseman, right? He does have trade value. You can raise that trade value and just play him off your bench. All right. I don't think he would. I know he was bad, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't believe in giving up somebody that talented. He's huge. The Warriors literally need size. And as Steve Kerr said early in the year, we're towards the back half of our schedule to where the guys at the end are not doing as much as the guys at the beginning are. And, and what he said, and to basically break that down, is like, okay, we won a championship. We got a lot of veteran players. But at the same time, these veteran players 
are getting older, and it's important to let our young our youth movement explode with guys like Kaminga, Moses Moody. How about that? How about minutes from Moses Moody? You know, Anthony Lamb has been playing okay. Hashtag know your role player. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo played really good last night. But again, if they don't believe this is a Steve Kerr and front office management, Joe Lacob, and everybody in the front office don't believe in Wiseman because um, the number two pick is in the G League right now, then they need to trade him, right? And again, you're not going to get 50 cents on the dollar. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what to tell the Warriors about that. We'll see what happens. So number, so that's what I feel about the Warriors. All right, but let's keep it moving. I don't want to talk about them forever. My second hot take, all right, um, I do not believe in the currently constructed Philadelphia 76ers roster. Now, I understand that they will get Maxi back and Harden and Embiid is playing well. Embiid is playing phenomenal in the month of December. Harden's really getting back together as a creator and a facilitator. It's being aggressive looking for a shot at the three-point line. But our role players, hashtag know your role players, do not match this team. P.J. Tucker is fine, but he's not what he used to be. And he's not really a scoring threat. Now, maybe with more time, him and Harden get better. I'm hoping so. But to, to me, the biggest problem with the Sixers is the lack of rebounding, right? Joel Embiid is a fine rebounder, but he has too many games where he doesn't dominate enough rebounder. Uh, Tobias Harris needs to rebound more. Rebounding is a team effort, all right? When you defend and you defend at the rim for 24 seconds, how you reward yourself is with a rebound. That's how you gain possession back to your team. And we cannot gain possessions if we do not retain the ball after missed shots, all right? So, I don't know, you know? And again, I kind of have a problem with this roster because, and again, I, I'm not going to give Matisse Thibault excuses. Doc started him. He wasn't good. He gets in foul trouble. He's found three-point shooters. I get it. But where's the young wing talent on this team? We signed Daniel House has been meh at best. We signed P.J. Tucker, who's been meh. Now, again, the one good thing for the Sixers is that Tobias Harris has one more year on his deal, and I do think he'll become a pretty big trade chip for a team. You can get him onto a team. That contract will look fine. We'll see what we can get for him. Um, but, again, I do not buy the Philadelphia 76ers as currently constructed to even compete for a championship. I'm just being honest with you. They're good. They're good. They're going to win some games. Even with Maxi, they're going to really threaten some teams and, and do some real work. But I don't see it. All right? Number three, the Toronto Raptors might be overrated. And this is this is tough for me, right? Uh, they're 13 and 14, they're about 500. But I don't know, I was a report that if um, the GM wasn't happy with what he saw, that they were going to make some uh, really big changes. I'll, I'll say this, when you have Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet, you have a really good foundation of two really good players, right? And they got other good players. Scotty Barnes is a young player. He's currently developing. He's really improving. Um, you got Gary Trent Jr. who's been up and down. Um, and you got a lot of injuries. But I don't know. This this roster, to me, was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be a top four seed. It's supposed to give a lot of teams trouble. And they're a little underwhelming. Uh, they're okay shooting. They're not good at shooting. Uh, even tonight, they're 3-15 for 15 from the three-point line. They're a decent rebounding team with their forwards, but they can still be susceptible to bigs dominating them. So they have a solid team. And then again, one of their go-to strategies is just double the best player and kind of just make everybody else beat you. Yeah, that's cool, but everybody else has been beating them. And they're losing games they're not supposed to be. So I think the Raptors will. The hot take for this is I don't think they're as good as people think they are, but I'm going to 
kind of take back the hot take because they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to win enough games, all right? I got two more for y'all, and I'm going to get y'all out of here. All right, I talked about the Sacramento Kings. I don't want to keep talking about them too much, but they will make the playoffs. It's not really hot takey to me anymore, but that's how I feel about them. <sighs> and the last one, I think Kyle Kuzma in the open market might make close to $30 million, all right? Now, not, not, not $25, $25 million, all right? Now, whether he'll get that $25 million from Washington is interesting. Now, of course, you see the reports that, oh, Kyle Kuzma's interested in going back to the Lakers. I'm going to ask y'all respectfully, what do they have to offer him? They don't want Westbrook. They had Westbrook. No? Nobody? Okay. Um, teams like the Lakers, the Warriors, the Sixers, I think a lot of trades are happening in this team this year. A lot of good teams are solid, right? And their foundation is solid, and they have good a superstar, but they have bad role players. So... Maybe this Friday. I don't want to say. I don't want to say officially because I, I don't want to say anything that I can't put a, a nail on. But I do want to have a role player conversation, which is guys that can help teams, and I will do that on Friday. How about that, uh, we're gonna focus on role players that can help different teams, and and do it. And now my last hot take. I think the New Orleans Pelicans can win an NBA championship in the next two or three years. So we've seen that Zion's been dominating and. Before that, when Zion got hurt, we saw when my man Brandon Ingram's been dominated. And I think their role players, role players and, you know, the uh, other parts of the team are absolutely phenomenal. Now, the one thing they need is playoff lumps. We got some of them last year where they gave the Suns all they can handle. And if we can get a healthy Ingram and Zion in the playoffs, I think they're going to be an extremely tough out. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but next year... They're coming for everybody. They're coming for everybody, and you better watch out. Zion's going to get better defensively. Um, the team's going to improve. They're already rolling now. But I think with the, with more playoff experience, and I think next year they're going to be deadly, all right? Like I said, this year they're going to upset somebody. They're going to upset somebody in the playoffs, all right? And my last one, <clears throat> I watched the Denver Nuggets long enough. They're 16-10. and 10. I think they're absolutely horrible defensively. And I and I asked myself, well, why doesn't this get talked about enough? The two-time MVP is over there, and I watch him a lot, and I just think he's a little overrated defensively. Again, I'm not going to argue the passing. It is absolutely ridiculous for a center to have that much of a passing. Um, you can probably argue that Jokic is the best passer in the league, uh, and, and that's just crazy coming from the center position. But again, they stink defensively, and I don't buy them just getting all of a sudden better. I do buy them with Michael Porter Jr. coming back and being healthy. They can just outscore and outshoot a ton of teams. But again, unless they resemble some type of defensive strategy or some type of defensive improvement in the defensive rating in the next 10 games, I think the Denver Nuggets would be a first or second round out, depending on the matchup. Depending on the matchup. But I think they can definitely be upset by a team. All right, you know, we talked about Kawhi and Paul George yesterday. Even with the Warriors, the Warriors are going to make a move, all right? The Warriors still have one of the best starting fives in the NBA, but their bench stinks and their role players are not connecting. And they just need to find some guys, you know. They're going to find them. They're going to find them. They're going to get them. We'll see who they are. Um, Joe Lacob got his work cut out. All right, um, last one. I don't think this is as hot take, but I want to say this. I don't know what's going to happen long-term with the Atlanta Hawks. And what I say about that is 
There's been some issues with Trey Young getting a coach. This team's underperforming. John Collins is back on the trading block. Well, not on the trading block, but it's, he's just not fitting in with these two stars. Uh, they have more talent than what their record shows, and something's got to give. You know, I don't know what has to give, but something has to give. And I just, I don't like the Hawks team. I don't. I think Trey Young's a star. I do. Um, again, he's two years away from being a conference championship versus the Bucks. I know a lot of people forget that when the Bucks win the championship. But I just don't buy the Hawks, you know. I just don't. They're, they're good together. Murray and and, and Trey Young play well together. It's not just them two, but the overall thing of it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think in a year or two, you can kind of make a couple of changes and make this team better. But as currently constructed, I, I don't love this team. All right? We're going to wrap it up right there. We're going to keep this podcast very brief and small. Uh, we'll be back Friday. All right? Today is Wednesday. We'll be off tomorrow. We'll be back Friday. And I want to talk about role players that can help contending teams. All right? As always, thank you for your support. Please like, share, and subscribe. Hashtag K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R. And I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.